friends. We are your hosts, Leanne and Llewellyn, and welcome back to the One with Friends podcast. We are excited to have you as always and excited to welcome back our friend, Nicole. Hello. It's good to be here. Girl, what's up? Not the mutt. (laughs) (laughs) When did we see you last? It was a while ago, I feel like. Since season one, right? Yeah. This is your first back on season two. It is. Yes. It was, I think, back in May. Yeah, I think that's when it was. That feels like forever ago. Now, obviously, we've seen you around. Yes, but for our sure. friends have not seen you since. So, give us your life update. What is going on in the life of Nicole? Not much, you know, since like the whole COVID thing. Is there anything that we really do? <laughs> um, no. So, I guess like the only this sounds somber, but like the only good part of twenty twenty is I got a dog. Yay! Yes. Oh my gosh. Do you want to explain to our followers yes. how you got this dog? Please yes. tell us how this happened. I do. It's a wild story. So I house sit a lot and dog sit because I have never had a dog for, you know, I'm 26 and have just been obsessed with them, but have never had one. And I was dog sitting and this family had rescued a dog literally six hours before I came over. <laughs> so, True story. Yes. Literally, I'm like, wow. And on, like, the last day that the family was going to be gone, I woke up and found a bat in their kitchen. And I don't handle... Like, I love animals, but, like, that's a little too much for me. Sounds like The Office. Yes. bat in the kitchen. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Literally, I related to that episode a lot. (laughs) Like, I watched it after. (laughs) I know. I actually am. Um, So I called my dad because, you know, I'm all panic and I'm like, I'm not dealing with this. And so he came over and he met the dog and fell in love with her. So it was kind of like an awkward conversation to be like, hi, um, I know you're like home, but like, can I have your dog? But it worked <laughs> out well. So now we have a dog. <laughs> nice. What's its name? Her name's Breslin. Why that name? Um, so we're big Michigan state fans at our house. So go green. And, um, we, or my dad went there as well, and so there's a one of the stadiums, the basketball stadiums, called the Breslin Center. And so we always told my dad, like, hey, if we ever get a dog, like, we'll name it Breslin, we'll name it Sparty, we'll name it anything, just so I can have a dog. Right. So, yeah, the bribe. Worked. Yep, the bribe. <laughs> it worked, nice. finally, 26 years later. <laughs> How long have you had this dog? lady? About a month. Okay. Yeah. Cool. She's potty cute. trained and all that? Most of the time. Okay, yeah. <laughs> she tries. She just gets nervous. She gets excited. She's 10, so she just, she wants all the cuddles. Oh, that's yes. sweet. Yes. Um, all right. Llewellyn, do you want to do your life update for us? Yeah. Um, I think in the last life update I mentioned, or actually no, over the summer I mentioned I moved mm-hmm. into my own place. Um, and this update, I bought a couch. Yay! Woo! It's not here yet. Adult! But I bought it. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's one of those, like, I've never bought big furniture like that. Like, mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing I've ever bought is like maybe a chair. So this is big. Um, I'm actually considering buying a mattress too. Mm-hmm. Um, just rearranged my room yesterday to see if it fit. Yes. Which it will. Nice. So that will probably be my next purchase and you'll probably nice. hear about it on the next episode. <laughs> no more twin life? No more twin life, y'all. <laughs> At least you have a twin. Moving I have a full up. right now, which is... Fulls are bigger Fulls than are twins. Bigger. Oh, then never mind. I have a twin, too. <laughs> are they? Yes. Yeah. For some reason, I always thought the foals were smaller. Ugh, no. I wish. It's okay. twin, full, queen, king. Can I have a king? And then California king. Yes. Those are the best. Which is a 
segue into my life update. I bought a mattress. <laughs> <laughs> so Llewellyn and I are twinning here in our adult purchases. Um, it's actually going to be hinted at at the end of our uh, episode today as our little recommend to a friend segment. But bought a mattress. It's on its way. It's a California king. And oh. I could not be more excited. <laughs> Those are the best. I've had a queen before, but then my friend got like a Tempur-Pedic king size bed. And those are literally four grand. Um, oh my gosh. And I just knew at this moment, I'm not going to buy a $4,000 mattress, mm-hmm. even though you spend a third of your life sleeping. Wow. So it technically is worth the investment when you think about the entirety of your life. You spend a third of your entire life asleep and on it. But I just don't have four grand when I'm also trying to pay off debt. So I'm about to throw away my twin and get a nice bed. I don't think like a, a nice queen? bed would fit in your room. Though. No, my room is like the size of a shoe I don't even know if a full, <laughs> like Harry Potter. Someone up- help me. <laughs> Can you upgrate grade to a, tw- a twin? She or, has a twin. I have a twin. I so can you do need a queen. Leanne doesn't understand the, the... I don't get I think it's because I've so had So babies this... graduate to a toddler bed. <laughs> Toddlers graduate to a twin bed. So I'm basically a toddler. And then our age would graduate to a twin XL. Uh, that's yes. hilarious. I don't need XL. <laughs> yeah, you don't need an XL. You're too short. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have an XL and my feet hit, hit the end. Yeah, so. we don't have that issue. Ever. Homegirl needs a bigger bed. So what size are you going for then? Me? Yeah. Um, to upgrade your mattress. I could rock a full. I would love a king, a queen. Okay. A king, that would not fit. Yeah. My whole room would be a bed. <laughs> be like edge up on the side, like <laughs> curl up on the sides. Yeah. I could, even just a full, I'd be happy with. Okay. Yeah. Just anything bigger. Bigger. And, yes, Lord. Please. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. All right. Llewellyn, want to do the episode recap? Yeah. So, disclaimer, this one's really short. Okay. <laughs> so, this week we watched the one with Phoebe's husband. Everyone's surprised when Phoebe's husband shows up. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't really tell you much about the episode. It's such a hilarious recap because it doesn't tell anything about the episode. And yet it tells everything about (laughs) the plot of this episode. I don't know. It's just funny. Well, because if you read that, it would almost be like, Phoebe's married? And that might be like... It makes you want to watch the episode. Yeah. And that's probably why they're like, everyone's surprised by the showing up. You know, so this is the first episode with Phoebe's name in the title. Um, And we open up on a scene with Rachel talking to her mom. And she's talking about um, probably something her mom had heard in the news about a girl getting, you know, abducted or whatever in New York City. She's like, Mom, that was 10 10 blocks away and... It was this woman walking at night. I would never do that. This is a safe neighborhood. And all of a sudden, like, a pigeon just flies into her kitchen. Uh, which pigeons, and especially in New York City, are the, are the best. worst. <laughs> I love worst. them. Worst. Wait, you love pigeons? Love pigeons. They're like okay, the rats disclaimer, of the sky. Nicole loves every animal. Not bats. Except for bats, apparently. <laughs> this kind of reminds me of your bat story, though. Like, she found it. It came in the kitchen. She, like, tried to find a creative way to, like, get rid oh, of it. Oh, absolutely. That yeah. Except this one, that. this bat was, like, perched on the counter. Like, like, by coffee oh, grounds. Like, literally by coffee grounds. I know. But, like, it's the, like, it's the unstrategic way that they fly. Like, they're just, like, so sporadic and well, they're, like, dirty. And... Like, like, for us, like, Ew. we have seagulls that are, like, really annoying. I, I feel like that. I could compare them to seagulls here. Pigeons are just the worst, though, because they're everywhere. <laughs> they poop everywhere. Mm-hmm. They follow you. 
ugh, they look ugly. Like they're the worst. <laughs> they do look ugly. They're not very pretty birds. I no. think they're pretty. pretty I would bird. rather have pretty bird. <laughs> what are they called? Pigeons. I'd rather see a pigeon than like a goose or something. Well, Those yeah, I would rather see a pigeon evil. than a goose. They're disgusting. They will chase you. Oh yeah, their necks. Like why? <sighs> and when they walk across the road, they stare at you like it's your fault. Like, <laughs> no, it's so true. They really don't belong. They're the judging you for driving so slow. <laughs> what is? Yeah, they're like your butt. massive. <laughs> But I loved Rachel's um, outfit, and it's yes. such like it's so classic Rachel. I feel like a cute top. It just has it's, it's like a you could wear that today. Just mm-hmm. a classic says USA across it, white and black. She has a black skirt on with dark black tights. Mm-hmm. It's like timeless. It's yeah. so I'd wear it and with flats. Like yeah. you could wear that right now totally. and be completely on trend. I just yeah. love mm-hmm. the, um, the cyclical cycle of Rachel's wardrobe. A lot of her and Monica's stuff is kind of. Oh, like past trend like yeah. it's just classic but I loved hers for sure um, but I had to ask the question we don't see the wrap up of her conversation with her mom after the pigeon fiasco happens <laughs> wouldn't a mother freak out if their daughter got off the phone after screaming into it and like okay I gotta go bye and like after they had just got done talking about that specific topic 100% oh, yeah. have you ever have you ever had to like have you ever been like on the phone with your parents during a car accident or like have you ever had any of those experiences where you've had to follow up later and be like hey mom just want to let you know I'm okay <laughs> well my mom would have called 5,000 five, yeah. <laughs> until I answered. So true. Or she maybe would have tried to find a plane ticket to yeah, get up it. here. She gets on a plane, goes to the All scene. to find out a pigeon flew into my window. She's like, Liam Neeson, like, if you, like, <laughs> I will find you and I will kill you. Yeah. <laughs> I've never had any of those experiences, but I just thought, like, that mom must be terrified. Yeah. My mom would be the one... Like Rachel's mom being like, do you have your pepper spray? Do you have your pocket knife? Are you ready? Like, do you have a flashlight with you? Like, I love my mom, but I'm like, I'm, you know. Like, yes, mom. My fanny pack is loaded with all of the <laughs> all of the knives. And I'm just going across the right <laughs> She knows I use them. Well, oh. <laughs> well, she uses them and all the things she her mom would want her to oh, have yeah. with her. Just if she was walking down the street to, like, the grocery store. Do you have water? Store. Like, yes. I'm I was not trying to imagine the well with a fanny pack. And I was like. I only time I wear fanny packs is if I go to an amusement park. Oh, so you do wear them? Only if I go to an amusement park. Okay. I wear them. That's it. On walks. Um... Okay, I don't consider those fanny okay, packs. Okay, good. The little yeah. ones that, like, carry your phone and yeah, your like keys you or whatever those. when you run, like, that's different. That's because you don't want to hold your phone and your keys while you're running. No, not at all. But Mine's a straight up fanny pack? Yeah, you wear. Yeah, I wear. <laughs> only, like, specific occasions, so not always. Um, wow. Okay. Uh, Rachel is definitely me in this. Oh, hundred well. percent. The idea of her trying to find a creative way to like get rid and just like the, ew, 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 ew. <laughs> like I go to trap a spider under a glass and oh, leave it there to die. I do too. Like, and when yeah, it's finally honestly. dead, I'll put it, I don't even like pick it up and like shoo it away or, you know, like brush it. I just like, I put a pa- paper underneath and then I lift it and I like throw it outside. I vacuum them up. Oh, do you? Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, vacuum's a good way to do it. When, when it comes to like a, a large animal getting into my house, Ooh. I would probably have left the house. Yeah. And then called somebody like, "Hey, I don't really know what to do with this. Come take care of it." I have had. Um, I once lived in this apartment in the student. It was like in the student ghetto area of town, and it was like a. It was one house where they rent all the different like they make little mini apartments within the house, you know, um, and I there were there were mice in oh. the house. 
And at the time, I had cats. So I never actually saw the mice. But then I got rid of the cats. Oh, bad decision. And like sort of like maybe a couple months before I left the actual place. And one night I heard this like little like this like like chewing, but like this little crinkly noise. And I was like, what the heck is that? So I got up out of my room and went to Mm -hmm. the living room. Nothing. Couldn't see anything. You know, you wait because you're like, maybe I'll hear the sound and it'll direct me where I need to look. But I had my flashlight on, like nothing. So I go back to bed and there it goes again. I'm like, what the heck? So I get up again and I'm going, I go into the living room and I turn my light off and I just sit there for like five minutes silent. And all of a sudden I hear it again and it's coming from this little tower where I kept like a little bag of art, like artisanal made like dog treats because that's what I would like feed Binky. And it was in this little, um, you know, it's got a plastic clear cover but then it's paper bag, sort of. Mm-hmm. It's a combination of both, so you can see into it. Oh, no. And sure enough, this little mouse was, like, in the bag, had crawled through this little bitty hole into the bag and is eating my dog's treats. And, I'm, and like, okay, Please mice... Please you just closed the bag and put the lid on it, because that's what I would have done. No, the, the, it, was, it was closed up top. It had literally... Busted. Burrowed through, a hole through the plastic. Through, uh... the, it, through the paper part of that bag. Oh. Not through the front. Oh, okay. So I had burrowed through, like, near the bottom, and it was just, like, it was having its own little, like, feast in there. And, like, guys, mice, I have a, like, love-hate. Like, they're kind of cute. Okay, they're, they're so cute! They're so yes. cute! Ugh, they're so yes. cute, but yes. they Agreed. freak me out. Their little ears are adorable. Anything, their little ears and their little whiskers, and it just was having its own, like, little party. Yeah. Guys, I still feel guilty. So what I did was I grabbed a paper, a plastic bag for, like, a garbage bag, big garbage bag, mm-hmm. and I just dumped like I just pushed the treat box or bag off of the shelf and it tumbled into the bag with the mouse and I and I like cur- like I tied a knot up top and threw it out in the garbage and uh. I was like oh hopefully it actually like it had enough like oxygen and it ate and it, oh, it like, ate finally burrowed itself out of the plastic bag because it's just like a thin garbage bag but it's in the garbage but then it would get taken away from our area so I'm 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 sort of believing in my mind space that it was fine. It just could not stay in my house. But it was kind of cute. Yeah, very cute. Mice are really cute. Like, when you hear them at night and they're running around scurrying, it's like, it terrifies you because you're like, what are you getting into? Yeah. But when, like, the lights... Because that happened to me once in a cabin of a friend that we had, I had or whatever. We heard them at night, but then the next day we were cleaning the cabin and Mm -hmm. we saw it. And I was like, no, no, don't kill it, don't kill it. And it's like... But it just annoyed the crap out of us all I know, night. I know. It's such a... They're it's so, so hard. It's like, just stay in your They're own cute. space and be cute, but don't come into my space no, because literally. you... I will get will you out. Die. Oh, that's <laughs> so sad. So anyways, Rachel is definitely me. So we find out, all of a sudden, Phoebe's married. Yeah. What's his name? Duncan comes in and he's like, oh, just tell Phoebe her husband stopped by. And Rachel's like... Husband? What? <laughs> like, opens up the bag or the pot lid and all of a sudden pigeons pigeons out. in the house um so then the next scene is the friends kind of debating with phoebe as to why she like you were in love with this guy and he was gay like i can't believe you married him so they start this like friends tell all <laughs> and it's hilarious it's oh so funny it is all hands on deck and they're all like telling they're trying to one-up each other's stories to be able to get the attention off of themselves essentially so phoebe is right uh monica's kind of complaining like rachel or phoebe i can't believe you told like you didn't tell me we lived together and 
Monica's like, well, what do you, don't you know about me? And so she starts the, like, she starts the trend. Um, we find out that Chandler has an extra nipple. <laughs> Which wouldn't surprise me of all the friends to have one. It would yeah, me. it might be Chandler. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because it's made, like, the funniest, and he's got, like, the, the more, like, I don't know, not baby face out of the three, but you just, like, you're like, yep, that would happen to him. Yeah. Apparently, having an extra nipple isn't as uncommon as people think. As many as one in 15 people what? have it. Um, wow. All right, that begs the question, do any of us? I know. Anyway, is it a nubbin? Is that what Joey called it? Joey called it. <laughs> I know. Anyone have a nubbin? Uh, I don't. I, I don't. don't. Okay. So, well, so we're safe. We're yeah, safe. So. <laughs> Mark's safe from extra nubbin. <laughs> Puts it on Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> Um, so they are rarely fully formed, which means they aren't very noticeable, even if they are on women. Um, but they do tend to occur more on men than on women. So just a little fun fact. Um, so the big news is essentially this extra nubbin and it sort of doesn't make sense to me. Ross and Chandler were roommates in college. We find out like that's how they know each other. Which means they probably would have lived together for at least two years. Yeah. How in that two years does Ross not know? And yet Joey, who's never lived with Ross, how does he know? I feel like because of their personalities, I feel like Joey would probably... I mean, because Chandler's not one to like walk around the house without a shirt on. So I feel like Joey would be the one that would walk into the bathroom. Right on now, none Chandler. of them are the type of guys to walk around without their shirts on. No, but I mean, like, we have if, not seen that at all. I mean, if any of them would, you know, it would be Joey. Totally. <laughs> but I feel like he would be more to like intrude on Chandler's space and like see him without a shirt on, and Ross wouldn't be that mm. type. So okay. I mean, I, it kind of makes sense, and maybe like as they got older too, maybe Chandler noticed it more. And was like, and maybe he asked Joey, like, what is this? And like, full confidence of like, hey, you're my friend. Don't tell anybody. But what is this? Oops. Yeah, I don't know why he would ask Joey, but. <laughs> I'm just not thinking of the parallel between like today's shows and the shows of yesteryear and how today's shows, you go on the CW and it's like every third scene, the main guy character has a shirt off. Totally. 100%. And you're like, what's interesting is that back in the day, they cast a lot. I've been listening to um, an oral history of The Office. It's like a Spotify original podcast with Brian Baumgartner, who plays Kevin Malone. And he does an oral history of like, how did this show even become a success? They talked about all the reasons and things that happened that should have not made it a success. Mm -hmm. And yet he talked about the idea that like before, before like The Office started, everyone was cast in such a way that they were like pretty people. Like, you could look at Joey and, like, you see some of, like, the fan um, posts that they make about, like, Joey in his early years of, like, how he's got the swoopy hair just like Leonardo DiCaprio had. And you just find that, like, they're generally attractive people. They might not have the best bodies. Like, I don't actually think Joey has a six-pack body. Like, I right. think he's yeah. actually a little, like... Scrawny. No, I was going to say a little like bit bulky. bigger. Like, a little Maybe. more bulky. Um, but nowadays it's like the characters have to be all over attractive. So I'm kind of like grateful for this small like segment of television where 
They never became those people to take their shirts off. Because even in the episode, and this is like what seasons in the future, where um, Ross takes off his shirt real quick and changes into the Frankie says, uh, Frankie says so, or Frankie says hi. It's like that classic white. It's super scrunchy. Like he takes off his shirt and you're like, you feel like I'm being violated because I have not seen him without his shirt off. But I don't know. What are your guys' thoughts in like regards to that we're not even having to talk about that element i don't know i just think it's so it's so common in shows now that like i hadn't really thought about it mm-hmm. just because i mean literally any show you turn on in one scene they could be fully clothed the next scene they like are just waking up in bed and have no shirt on and you're like okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah so you're right if i think about like some of the shows that like we're in the in the past, like I think of like Full House back in the nineties. Like mm-hmm. none of those guys really ever had their shirts off. And John Stamos was very attractive. Very attractive. Like, actually, can you it's please? Still I know. Very it's like attractive. it's like he had, he had like a tank top, and you're like, hmm, we could take that off. But I guess, <laughs> maybe not. We all beg you. <laughs> but no, I guess that's a good point. Because we also don't have to make any like technology, like old tech, like findings. Because technically, like, because it's like, yeah, sure, they get to, they get beepers, but because it's not a big element of the show, whereas, like, all the time now, characters are literally on their phones making phone calls. Right. And it's like, even though they have in-home phones, we're not making a, like, oh, remember the Motorola Razors? <laughs> I always wanted one of those. Oh, I had one of those, and I loved it. <laughs> oh, no, I had the sliver, so it wasn't the flip over. It was oh. the razor. It was all flat, super skinny. It was almost like the iPhone before the iPhone became a thing. In the sense of, like, the long, skinny, like, so thin. It's amazing. We are, we are off track. I know we are. Um, okay, so the biggest news, not the biggest news, so the, the, the highlighted news is Chandler, but the um, Chandler tries to get the attention off of himself and tells us that Joey has been in a porno. <laughs> and everyone is like, whoa. So they all flip over. What is with all the friends, like, jumping over all of the furniture the whole time? I don't like, know. parkour! <laughs> But like, how did Monica not like Parkour. freak out? Freak out, True. yeah. Ross I was mean, like jumping on her couch, couch. with his shoes she was on, like a child, a yeah. white couch. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. They were just like up, and then like someone would come over the table, and then Rachel would end up on the table, and mm-hmm. then they'd like jump down and move around. They were like constantly like following the sound of like whoever was telling the next thing. I don't really think I was surprised that it would have been Joey that was in the porno. Oh no! I mean, obviously, yeah, he's an actor, but it didn't fully surprised me that he kind of surprised me his reaction to them finding out yes i feel like he would be the type of guy that would be like oh you guys didn't know that i feel like but he was like mortified that chandler said it yeah but i don't know um fun fact matt leblanc has actually done soft core porn (laughs) (laughs) your giggle it's in The Red Shoes Diaries in 1992, which is an, an erotic anthology series that ran on Showtime in the early 90s. Wow. This is like a television porno? Showtime? Like, what? It's a, it was a series. I don't know. Red Shoe Diaries. Okay. Obviously, I've never seen it. So Not I have watching zero, <laughs> I have zero context about it. But um, so it was sort of, I mean, on point for Interesting. him. Wow. Um, okay. So then we see Phoebe. And she comes out dressed in that pink dress with her hair all done. She looks so good. 
She looks amazing. You know who she reminded me of? Who? I'm excited to hear this. <laughs> me too. Um, Carol Brady. Yeah, I could see it. Okay, her hair was obviously longer than what no Carol Brady is. From the Brady Bunch? The Brady Bunch. Yeah. The just, mom? I just never really watched it. Oh. So I don't yeah, <laughs> Look, really know. <laughs> she kind of did, like, from the back. Um, okay. I mean, her hair was longer than what Carol Brady's is, but I don't know. Maybe it was just the way it was flipped. Yeah. But it was... I looked at her and I was like, she looks like someone... Carol Brady. She yeah. looks super preppy, like she was like going to a horse race, or I don't know, was part of Gossip Girl. She looked like know. something Rachel would wear. Yeah, like mm, season one. Yes, Rachel. true. She just does her hair in such a great way. Like it's the first time I think that we see Phoebe dressed like that, where it's almost contradictory to her style. Well, I think that was on purpose. I I know, but it's not. It was. Nice to see. Like, she's got great style, even in this, you know, department. So, um, okay. Then we get to, is it Ross and Rachel? Yeah. Having their, like... So everybody leaves and Ross stays to ask her a question. Oh, yes. He wants to ask her about having the sex. The The sex. (laughs) (laughs) He's not sure when he should have the sex with Julie. Um, yeah, that is true. So she, I, we're going to get to like our rankings later, but Rachel trying to spend the entire episode just undermining Julie. Honestly, like it makes me think of like, wow, women still do this today where in order for them to look better, they have to undermine and devalue and talk down about another woman. But it just made Rachel look real ugly in this episode. Oh, for sure. I just don't understand how Ross is not picking up on it. Like He's oblivious. Ross, you are one of the you are the smartest guy on this show and That's actually true. You are not like it almost, and obviously we, we know that they end up getting together in the future, but it's almost like his love for Rachel or his like for Rachel has, like, blinded him mm. to the fact that, like, he like he can't see anything bad about her. And it's like, he's she's doing nothing but trying to keep you and Julie apart. Right. And being kind of obvious about the fact that she, you know, would be interested. Right. Like, I don't know, guys, obviously, but, like, I feel like... If I was a guy, I would be like, hmm, I wonder why. Because obviously, especially if they've been together that long, it would make sense for them to, quote unquote, have the sex. Right. Yeah, I just think it was like, it did not put her in a great light at all. Like, it's so, it just felt so, like, dirty and bad. I don't know. It felt low for Rachel. Yeah. You're like, mm-hmm. I know you're better than this. Yeah. Well, do we? I mean, I think at this point, like, we've only seen Rachel as, like, this, like, pining, whining <laughs> girl. I think her, I think she develops more in later seasons, but I just, Rachel's not one of my favorite characters She's never one of my favorite yeah and i think it's because of things like this that just continue to kind of highlight that um 
And again, like you said, Ross is so su- stupid. Like he's so gullible. He was like, really? That's what women want? Like, oh my, come on, Ross. come on, Ross. <laughs> right. You're an idiot. <laughs> like, yeah, shut up, Ross. Um, so Phoebe goes to see her Duncan, her Her hub- Duncan. Her, her, <laughs> her, Duncan. <laughs> her hubby. And he's in the ice capades and he's all set up in this um, bullfighting. Super glittery. Super, <laughs> super glittery attire. And you see the height difference. So Lisa Kudrow, I think, is relatively, like, tall. Um, Steve Zahn is very short. And he's short. Yeah. So, like, would you guys ever date shorter? No. <laughs> Me, no. I'm four foot nine. There's no way. Sorry. I mean, if you are... Wait, what's the official height four, to be seven? a midget? Yeah, but I don't have the chromosomes, so I can't get any money for it. So <laughs> is it four seven? I think four yeah. seven three. Wait for what? Midget to like be to considered. Be a midget, yeah. yeah. So me, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but when you look at like if our viewers saw you, you like you don't look that short. Oh, well, you're short, nice. but you don't look that short. Thanks, you're a good friend. <laughs> <laughs> I paid her to say that. She's got a big personality, people. <laughs> she does. That's true. <laughs> Luan, what about you? Um, no, I don't think I could. I mean, I'm a sucker for when you're holding hands sitting next to each other. I like to just be able to like put my head on his shoulder. Oh, um, and okay. like I don't know. When I was in high school, I always thought, you know, back in the day when I didn't date anybody, like now, um, I, <laughs> I like always imagined my like future husband, like when you like lock hands, like you don't, neither one of our elbows has to bend. Sounds super weird. Yeah, I won't <laughs> but have you know that what option. I, mean? <laughs> I know, you won't. <laughs> I tell the guy viewers. <laughs> That's but, so yeah. specific, Llewellyn. That's hey, so funny. Hey, I said back in high school. I like it. So no, uh, I've I've not dated anybody shorter than me either. What about same height? Yeah, I do same height. Okay. I so mean, like, I'm an average heel, height I mean, person. You're not like so. a heels person, anyways. But I'm thinking like I don't know wedding or I don't know. No, I wouldn't even do heels. So uh, okay. How about you? I don't. I wouldn't go shorter. No, if I can help it. Again, I'm. I mean, I'm. Yeah, but we're like we're like older, <laughs> know, so. we're like average size anyway. Or height, I'm five so. seven. I'm five eight. So yeah. So it's like that is kind of average for yeah, or the average actually might be smaller. I think I lost I think I lost a bet to someone about this one time <laughs> where I thought it, I thought it was five seven, but it's like apparently it's five four. Like girls. I would honestly the average. Who's that average? I don't. I most girls I know are like five seven five eight. Maybe that was maybe that was the world. Oh, here's where I think the bet was like. Well, I technically sort of won and lost at the same time. I think worldwide it's five four because there's other cultures that are much shorter, known for being shorter. Yeah. Um, but I think in the U.S., I think it is 5'7". So, I'm average height, so having a guy that's at least... Six foot would be nice. I would be. I want... My tallest was 6'4". Oh, my gosh. 6'2". I think I would, Get like, you. have a neck ache. You'd <laughs> 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 be like, ah! <laughs> and I don't wear heels either, so, you know. That's, like, what, one and a half feet, like, taller than <laughs> it'd be like, it'd be like It'd be like her dating a giraffe. Literally <laughs> would not work. They're tall geese. The long neck. Uh, Llewellyn has something to say about um, had something to say about giraffes in the uh, last episode. <laughs> yeah, so if you haven't heard, listen to it. 
Um, okay. So just as a fun fact, Jennifer Aniston and Steve Zahn, who plays Duncan, would go on to appear together in two other projects, The Object of My Affection in 1998 and Management in 2008. So 10 years apart, they would reconnect to play in similar, um, in the same movies. Um, so then we cut to a scene where they're having a dinner party together. And what do y'all know? Chandler. Of course. Happens to find Joey's porno <laughs> in his pocket. Right. Which means he went to the movie store. And to purchased find it. it. Which back in the day they had like the the section like that. True. Right, right, right. I always remember those sections, like going to like Blockbuster or whatever. Like and I'm like, Mom, bat, what's back there? The and she's curtain. like, Yeah, you're not allowed. Don't it's go 18 over. You can't go back there. And I'm like, I just wanna like it's like when somebody tells you no, no like I'm don't do it. this, you're like, I wanna do it. Yeah. I don't remember if I ever did, but I always wanted to. I definitely, I didn't. <laughs> Just to like prove that I could go back there. You know, not that I wanted to buy anything back there, but <laughs> you're like, you're telling me I can't, I want to. Um, so what's weird about this is they, they put it as like a funny point. Right. And this might be stepping on like people's life things that I don't necessarily want to do. But the idea of watching... A porno video with a group of people at a dinner party. Yeah. yeah. Seems something that you just wouldn't do. But of course they're doing it to see Joey. Totally. Right. Like they want to experience because they brought it up as like a tell-all. Right. But at this point too, like when the secret was revealed, Joey was like, "Yeah, what? Like, Why would you say that? But now he's like, oh yeah, let's do this. Yeah. Like, he's like, like proud of himself. Yeah. yeah. He's like excited to reveal his like. Here's me. I'm coming in. And, oh, the and listen to my line. And it like pauses and you hear it. And it's, he's like, that. and then I stand there and watch. You're like, okay. So he's like in the porno, but he's not like in, in the, the porno. porno. Okay. You know what I just got? And I've watched Friends now through and through several times. And this is the first time I ever got the last little bit when Joey's talking about his part. He's like, oh, wait, wait, wait. You got to. He's like, oh, here I am coming up again. You just hold on. The guy's butt's in the way. And then he goes, I'm there. And there, and there. It was like that was because like the guys moving, moving, oh. and and like moving in and out of the shot, which has Joey in the backdrop. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, my oh my gosh, like Joey. I did not pick up on that. Uh, <laughs> this was the first time I yes, did, and I was I mortified pretty much. So, <laughs> um, okay, so we see Phoebe go in as well, and um. She's like, oh, hey, like, you saw, you came in the other day. Like, what'd you come in? Like, to, you came to visit me for. What'd you come in to visit for? And um, and he's like, well, I want a divorce. And the way that he sort of reveals the reason why is almost like this big coming out party. But he's coming out as straight. To with, his wife. To his current <laughs> wife. Because he loves another woman right. and wants to get remarried. Right. Which is heartbreaking for Phoebe because she has liked him for so long. Yeah. Did you guys think, like, maybe she should have said something? I feel like she should have. I thought so, too. I Especially because, like, Monica <clears throat> had mentioned earlier, like, you really liked this guy. Right. And if you... And she, like, put on a dress, did her hair. Like, she... Was clearly Made trying. herself look pretty. Yeah. It's obvious that she likes this guy, so why not at least say something like, hey, like, you're straight, so then what about us? Right. You know? At mm -hmm. least fight a little bit. She okay. she sort of did it, like, right at the end, after she had already signed the papers, but was, like, waiting to give it back, and was like, 
what if we had met at the right time? You know, but like she, she was already your spouse technically right. like on paper. So I don't know. I feel like they could have made it a, a bigger moment for Phoebe to, especially Phoebe. Like she always stands up and like says what she feels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she didn't was sort of surprising and they yeah. didn't make it more of a dramatic scene in this way. Mm-hmm. Um, but the whole time he's revealing it, it's like, it's almost as if kind of like friends does where they twist something on its head. And instead of someone coming out as gay, he's coming out as straight. And right. it's, they're saying all the same taglines that someone like who is coming sort out of as something gay. something I've always known. Yeah. Like yes. I was born this way. Like, you know, things <laughs> Cute that. Cute Lady Gaga song. Cute <laughs> Lady For oh, sure. You, you know, I did the parallel then that two of the friends at the same time were married to gay spouses. That's so true. Ross and Carol, mm-hmm. Phoebe, and Duncan. But yeah, it was like opposite. It was opposite. Yeah. Right. Like one ended up remaining gay and being in a homosexual relationship. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is now coming straight. out as straight and will now be married to a different woman. Yeah. You kind of feel bad for Phoebe. Totally. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, okay. So then um, they're back at the friend's apartment and they're... Um, about to go. It's getting late. It's 11.30. And as all of you know, when you're in your late 20s, 11.30 is late. That's late. <laughs> that is past my bedtime. Yes. <laughs> um, all of you 18 to 22-year-olds that listen to us, yep. Get <laughs> just, ready. Just wait. <laughs> you don't think it'll happen? Did it? It'll happen. <laughs> 10 o'clock, you're out. Um, so Rachel p- pipes up again. It's only 1130. Like, let's stay. Like, we don't really know you, Julie. Let's get to know you. And she starts like... Oh, we didn't mention one thing. What? Um, because earlier during the talk with Rachel and Ross, he had mentioned... Or she had mentioned, like, don't have sex with her. Just make her wait. Mm-hmm. And then we find out when they... Right before they start watching the porno that Ross had also oh, talked to Joey. Yes. And Joey said, like, no do it now. Yeah. Get over yourself. Like, get over yourself. So at this whole point, Rachel is stalling because she doesn't want Ross to have sex with Julie. She wants them to get so tired that so they're, they're going to like bed. give it up. Yeah. 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 That's great. Thanks for circling so back just, on that. Just for context. Yeah. Is what no, we're talking about. Totally. I totally didn't go back to that. Um, so she starts like pulling out all of the <laughs> history of Julie at one point, we cut to a scene where she's literally listing the names of all of her teachers <laughs> backwards. Right. Like, and in third grade, and in second grade, and in first grade. Do you guys remember any of your youngest, like, teachers' names? Like, first 100%. kindergarten and first grade? Yeah. What were 100%. they? 100%. What were they? Um, I had Miss Baker. I had Miss Walbeck. I had Mr. Coleman. Miss... Is this all, like, first and yep. first kindergarten? Okay. Yep, that was kindergarten, first, second. Third was Miss Vanderwear. We called her Miss Underwear. She was my favorite. <laughs> she um, was your favorite and you called her Miss Underwear? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Mr., Miss Thompson and Miss McDonald. Those were my first five. Wow. Mm-hmm. Bravo. I loved elementary school. I'm so proud of you. I miss that. That is... Loved elementary school. Well done. Also, I had a lot of like like life things happen. Like, Miss Vanderwear was my favorite teacher. First person I ever lied to and remember it. Got called out. Oh, so it's like one of those, like, prominent wow. memories. Almost got suspended in second grade, so I can't ever forget him. Oh, wow. My first grade teacher was obsessed with Clifford. Yes. Big I mean, who dog. wouldn't be? Yeah, and she was also, like, the meanest lady on the planet, so oh. it was kind of weird. Um, mm-hmm. And then fifth grade was 9-11, so you never... I never, never forgot that. that. 
And my teacher, her husband was actually supposed to be on one of the planes. Oh my gosh. Are you a year behind me? Yes. 2009. That makes sense. I was in sixth grade. Yep. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Got it. So it's like elementary was, I remember Now I get to middle school. I don't remember all of those, but that's because you're like in blocks. So I have 10 teachers. Right. Yeah. You finally start splitting up the the subjects. Yeah. So I remember like the (laughs) ones that like made a impact. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Nicole? I don't remember kindergarten. But I think I remember the other ones. Okay. Um, crap. (laughs) (laughs) So you don't. That's all right. I do. Like, I was thinking of a first grade was, um, Byington, second was Tafee, third grade was, no, that was Byington. The other one was Bankston. So fourth grade was Clothier, fifth grade was, I don't remember. Okay, so yeah, kinda Llewellyn wins naming Llewellyn definitely five. Wins. You come up as a strong second for naming four. Kind of. I'm gonna come in way less place because I have kindergarten and first grade, and that's it. Right. It was Miss um, Tripley was my kindergarten teacher, and then Mrs. Montgomery was my first grade teacher. I loved both of them a lot. That's why you remember. And the others, I have zero clue. Middle school, I only remember having my first crush on a teacher oh i definitely had that in elementary school elementary (laughs) he was um he was our history history teacher he was younger so he would have probably Mm -hmm. been in his was he like a student teacher no he'd probably been his like mid-20s probably very attractive i think he was a military man in some regards he was the one that had us we were in charge. His class was in charge of putting the flag out on the flagpole every morning. And so he taught us the importance of like the folding of the flag. Each of us was on a rotation um, to put out the flag. And I was on one day where like if it starts raining, you're technically supposed to take your flags down. It was on and off raining all day. So in every class, multiple times, I'd have to go out, put the flag up. Then it'd start raining and I have to go out, <laughs> bring the flag down, fold it right. So you were, you were perfect all day. That's all I did was put this flag up and down. Um, but he was, so I, I was in love with this guy. I had a gym teacher. Don't know his name, but you had a gym teacher? In elementary school. I have his phone number in my phone still. (laughs) (laughs) Elementary school? Elementary school. He gave you his number in elementary school? I think it's probably like a work number, but I felt like super cool. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. (laughs) Like, who am I? How old, how old is he now, technically, then? He was probably, like, yeah, mid-20s. So he's, like, older. He's older. So he's in his like 40s, 40s. Probably married with children. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. You should shoot your shot. <laughs> Maybe I'll check on Facebook. <laughs> like, hey, I'm older now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. Okay. Wow. All of my elementary teachers were old and married. So. No chance Sorry for there. you. No chance here. <laughs> High school, however. I'm just kidding. Um, At the end of the scene, Rachel asks Julie what exactly a Cobb salad is as sort of the final. It's the breaking point of all the friends. They end up leaving. But Jen, um, Jennifer Aniston, stated in a 2004 interview that she and Courtney Cox had a Cobb salad every day for lunch on set. Oh. So that's a fun fact. Um, So then we end. Rachel and Ross are in the hallway. They said he said goodbye to all the friends. Rachel kind of is lagged behind. She's coming out. And he kind of, like, breaks it down a little. She's, once again, trying to undermine the whole thing. Like, oh, you're not thinking about it, are you? 
Um, and if he's like, oh, oh yeah, no, we're still definitely going to do that. <laughs> and she's like, well, you know, it could ruin everything. And, and you finally see Ross like, I spent all of last year being miserable, AKA I loved you, Rachel. And I was miserable all year. And now I'm finally feeling I'm having a good time. I like this girl and I don't want to mess up. Rachel's starting to recognize like he's right so they end up having this moment where like she starts explaining how she would want that first experience to happen now i'm binging new girl right now and i just watched the episode where winston tells nick that he's just as fluffer which is like you're doing all the boyfriend things with none of the rewards and this is, like, classic what happens in the episode. All of a sudden, Ross is, like, really into it and he goes, okay, thanks, Rachel. And then, like, just leaves. leaves her out in the hallway. The fact that Ross resisted Rachel, yeah, I'm proud of him for that. Okay, but I didn't really, like, feel that he was... I think she was feeling like she was coming on to him more than he reciprocated. Like, he did close his eyes, but I think he's, like, he's ready for Julie, I don't know. No? Okay. I would take that the other way. I think he, because he still cares for Rachel. Mm-hmm. Um, he looks like he was into it. I thought he was into it. <laughs> like, the sexual tension in that scene was Right, lot. it's true. Like, I think he backed away from it because he's not the type of guy that's gonna, at least now, he's not the type of guy that's gonna go for another girl while he's dating a girl. Mm-hmm. Right. But I, def- I thought he was into it. Yeah. And he resisted her, and I was like, whoa. Bravo. <laughs> way to go, Ross. Okay. We will agree to disagree. <laughs> and Nicole's going to side with uh, Llewellyn over there. That's that's all right. They're like besties. I'm never, you know, invited We're back. <laughs> yeah, they're besties, so that's fine. Um, okay, anything else regarding this episode? Any final points that we didn't get to? Any comments that you didn't get to make? No. I'm golden. All right. Well, let's go ahead and rate this episode. Nicole, you are our guest. Yes. Has Llewellyn explained the episode rating to you? She has. Okay, perfect. Then what would you? <laughs> then what would you rate this episode as? I would say Central Perk. Wow. You know. Wow. Okay. I'm Why? Doing it. Going high. I, I just loved all the secrets that like were exposed. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot. Like some episodes, you know, don't have as much like movement forward. But I feel like this one did. Like, the stuff with Julie, stuff that came out about Rachel, how she's handling the relationship between between Ross and Julie, and Phoebe's now ex-husband. Mm-hmm. And the nubbin. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's why. Okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. What, about, what about you, Leanne? Um, I'm going to go on the opposite side of our rating system, and oh. I'm going to give it a Marcel. Wow. Yeah. I despised Rachel so much in this episode that it brought the entirety of my opinion of it down. Wow. Even the humor of the, like, even with all of that exposing, I, that's one of my favorite parts of the episode, but all the rest of it just feels so icky to me that I just... I did not enjoy this episode at all. I could have completely done without it in the series. Wow. It's real low. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> um, all right. Bring us home, Llewellyn. Give us something in the middle. <laughs> I actually am. I would say uh, Unagi. Ooh. Hand movement. Hand, oh. hand motion. Insert hand motion. <laughs> um, yeah, which is right in the middle. I think because 
I I feel like in this episode we find out a lot about some of the different characters. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that it kind of highlighted Phoebe because, like you said, that's not really something that's happened yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so to be able to see Phoebe a little bit more, I guess, in this episode was nice. Um, and also it was just like with revealing secrets, not that they were big secrets or anything, but I feel like it kind of highlighted the characters a little more and like showing us who they are. Mm-hmm. And while I agree that I don't care for Rachel mm-hmm. really ever, but definitely in this episode, um, I do think it just speaks to the whole relationship thing with her and Ross. So mm-hmm. I think it did move the, move the storyline ahead, which is important. Um, I think it's one of those episodes that even though you may not want to watch it, it is important in the series, but yeah. Nice. I love it. Full rounded. Full Look at rounded. us. Um, okay, so that gets us into the kind of the post-show wrap-up. Um, so we have uh, started a new, semi-new, I mean, at some point I'm going to stop saying new because it's just going to be a segment, I guess, our Recommend to a Friend segment. So, yeah. Nicole, again, because you're our guest, what would you recommend to a friend? So I got made fun of for this. Um, <laughs> so I'm an avid McDonald's eater. I don't know if I'm still Lauren's living. shaking her head right now. <laughs> she hates me. Nicole is my only friend that I think in our age bracket <laughs> that still hardcore eats at McDonald's. Yes. Like, I think I only ever eat McDonald's when I'm with her, and it's like when we're on the way to the barn. Okay, that's it. So whenever Because I... it's the only place. Yes. So I think if I didn't, you know, ride horses, and that's like literally the only thing in the middle of Timbuktu to like get food. And so I think that's why, but they have new pumpkin cream pies and I don't like pumpkin, honestly at all. If it's like mixed in something like I'll handle it, but pumpkin pie is, I despise. So I had one the other day and it was life changing, kind of strong, but it was really good. Cream pie. So even if you don't like pumpkin, if you kind of like pumpkin, try it. You won't be disappointed. If you are, not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> so recommend to a friend. Love yes. Llewellyn? Okay. You kind of hinted at the show I'm already. Sorry. No, I you're knew, good. I saw it and I was like, oh, she's going to be mad at me. No, you're <laughs> fine. Um, so during quarantine, okay, Nicole's here. So I guess it makes sense because she's the one that got me on this. Um, I'm recommending the show New Girl, which mm. Leanne mentioned earlier. The best. It is one of the best. Um, I have said for a couple years now that I'm going to watch this show from start to finish because it's on Netflix. Um, I started watching it when it first came out, but I didn't get very far. Um, But I just never have. And since quarantine, guys, I am ashamed to admit that I have now binged watched this entire show three times. Wow. I'm actually technically almost three because I'm on season six right now. So almost. But I, I'm obsessed. It's like, it's one of those shows, if you've not seen it, guys, it's hilarious. You and have It's to. like modern day friends, but man, way more modern day friends. Um, but it's hilarious. It's so hilarious. And it's actually, um, I just started listening to a podcast that's all about New Girl. Um, and it's since the quarantine started, like, it's kind of like revamped the show. And like a lot of the actors on their like personal social medias or whatever have said, We've not gotten this many people, like, commenting and, like, DMing us um, since the show came out as we have in the year 2020. So, like, apparently it's one of the go-to shows in quarantine. So, if you're looking for a new one, new girl, check it out. Recommend to a friend. Recommend it. 
Um, okay, I'm going to wrap this segment up. I am going to recommend Nectar Mattresses. <laughs> Let me just bring in, <laughs> bring it on home with the fun stuff. Um, no, the reason I'm excited about it is because I got a killer deal. Labor Day sale. Um, technically, their California King is supposed to be $999, right? And it matches their regular king-size bed because the dimensions just change. Um, now, Nectar is one of the brands, and I think all of them do this, where they technically have a real price that's always slashed, right? Like, it's it's never actually the $1,500. It's always $999, but they always present it as a, oh, the sale is on. So Labor Day comes around. I've been watching this for a while. I know I need a new mattress in, because I'm about to move. And I'm watching it, and the Labor Day sale kicks off. They send us, they send their whole email list, subscribers, an email that says, um, our Labor Day sale starts now. And I look, and there appears to be a typo. The California King is being sold, apparently, for $799, a $200 difference. I immediately go to their chat and I say, hi, I just put the California King in my cart and don't see the sale reflected in my cart. And they had to go like all the way up to the top to get this extra discount approved because it was a misprint. So they confirm that like they'll have to modify my cart specifically. So they're like, let us know when you're ready to purchase and we will add the discount ourselves. Plus they give you their bundle, which is two pillows, a mattress protector and a full sheet set. So, um, I go to buy it and not an hour later, they resend a whole email to all of their sus- subscribers saying like, oh, we must've been sleeping in this morning. Um, the California King price has been adjusted back to the regular $999. So because I caught it quickly, I ended up maximizing my deal. So I got a California King, $799. There's a 365 day trial on it. So if I don't like it, I can return it in a year and they have a forever warranty, which is different than most of the others. Because if it ever sinks down, like under an inch and a half, you, they replace it for free, which to me is a huge investment. So I'm geeking out about it. And I, you know, like girls love good sales. Like every time, like, Hey, I love your clothes. Oh, Hey, I got it on sale. So that's my recommend to a friend. Nectar mattresses maximize on the discounts. Um, okay. So that wraps up that segment. So next episode we will be covering is the one with five steaks and an eggplant. Yeah. So we will catch you next week on the one with friends podcast. Bye.